There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. Let's get a party in here. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the original ones. Let's get a party in here. Let's get a party in here. So this is music, huh? I love it. I love it. Welcome to the But Yeah Podcast with Eamon and Zeb. I'm Eamon. And I'm Zeb. And welcome back to our show. We've been, we took a week break. Um, we didn't put an episode up last week for Halloween. We sort of just let everything roll and just see what happened. And something did just pop had a up. Sleep. I just slept through Halloween. Um, it was great. But today we've got a nice normal episode. It's the 8th of November. Wait, so now you don't want to do your joke. I thought you didn't want me to do it. <laughs> I thought you were objecting to my joke. <laughs> it's the 312th day of the year, the 313th in leap years in the Gregorian calendar. There are 53 days remaining until the end of the year. It's the eighth day of NaNoWriMo also, and if you're following along with the 1,667 words a day, um, you've only got 36,674 more words to write. Um, I don't know if Zeb's following it. He doesn't know if he's doing NaNoWriMo quite yet. Um, I mean, now it's a couple of days in the future, so maybe I've done more than I have now. Have you? uh, Well, now's the thing. It's like you can make a snap decision. Are you going to do it? How many words have I written, you mean? Well over 400. (laughs) Well, if 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 you've gotten to the eighth day of the month, you should have written... A lot. um, 13,336 words by the time this episode drops. Yeah, good work, you. Did you You do it? it? Uh, Totally. Every time I've done NaNoWriMo, I haven't kept up. Like, it's always been a case of, like, I skip the first day, stagger, 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 week left, ah, and then I catch up. For anyone who's not familiar with NaNoWriMo, it's National Novel Writing Month, in which all your writer friends disappear and just send hateful messages out to the world in, like, the form of, like, everything is awful and I hate everything. Yeah, basically, it's a month where you just complain about writing. It's really fun. You're just like, this is an awful hobby. Why do I do it? You say as you write. I, I honestly spend more time thinking about writing than writing for this, <laughs> this sort of experience. Procrastinate I mean, from writing month. That's the best way to do most hobbies. Yeah. Like, I just sit here, like, thinking about, like, tennis. If I wanted to take that up, I just, like, chill Really sort of imagine how the ball would go if I did hit it. How would it go? It'd be like, flump. Would, what would be your special move? Uh, that would That's be something- tennis, right? It would go a little something like this. Marvelous. I love it. <laughs> you can't see it, listeners, but that was just amazing. I know. I, like, I stretched out all the way to the top of the cupboard- his, his arm just stretched all the way up and then put the ball behind the other player. <laughs> this is the second intro in a row, I think, that had basketball, no, no basketball, sports in general as a goof. It's a new formula. It's a great How formula. How is this a sport? That's, that's what we call it. 
<laughs> guess that it, spot. Guess that's <laughs> Yeah. What if riding was a sport? Is it not though? What if it was like an in the Olympics? How would they do it? Would they just all sit down at the keyboards and write independently? I guess they would. Or would they like write at each other? I don't know. Would they live write into microphones? Mm. Slam um, novel. 30,000 yeah. words. Oh, right, they just speak it out. <laughs> like, do it. We want a, a novella live here. I mean, that's what you could do is instead of, like, instead of typing your NaNoWriMo, just speak from the brain directly yeah. into a microphone. Yeah, not from the heart. Ugh, that's not what this month is about. No way. But I mean, like, novels are easy. You just be like, he stood there eating the sandwich and then he reached into his pocket for his phone and he got it out and he typed in a message and the message read, hey, what up? I'm going to be there in 30 minutes. Is Tony free? And that's a novel. That's all you have to Man, do. I think you just wrote more than I have. <laughs> you can have that if you want. I, I will. That's now a part of my novel. <laughs> as an audio excerpt that I'm going to like clip in. It's just like link out to that bit. The other thing with novels is, as everyone knows, it's um it's university rules where you can do like twenty percent um stolen content. Yeah, and no, that's true. no one's going to check it, even if they do run it through that tool that uni universities use. It, you can keep it under twenty percent, you still get a passing grade. Yeah, and if you use public sector stuff, it's probably completely fine. You just copy paste all of Frankenstein. You're like, I did Nana again this year. I'm great at this. I'm a great. I am the real writer. I'm the best one. I am not a monster. I guess the real monster was plagiarism all along. Yeah, I mean that guy who rewrote Pride and Prejudice, as in, which is to say, copy and pasted Pride and Prejudice and added zombies. Um, that's what he did. I don't and think he copied and pasted it. I well, think it's it's open resource. It is it is mostly the same book but then like vaguely edited to have zombies in it i did see five minutes of the movie of that and it did look like the zombies were meant to be there yeah that's that's clever editing it's actually just the original pride and prejudice movie they just edited the zombies into it would you call pride and prejudice educational kind of like it's historical ish i mean historical isn't always educational though what do you- I mean, it educates you about that history time. Yeah, but I mean, so does, like, Jay-Z dropping a new release that educates you out about our time. It's not educational, though. Yeah, but I mean, if you drop it in history or something, then it is educational about something you don't- Like, Jay-Z isn't educational now, but it may well be an educational text in about, yeah, 40 years? I don't know. That's what I mean. Why can't we learn about our own time now? Because we already know about our own time now. We already we heard Jay Z. The children about Jay Z. <laughs> no, <laughs> they know, they know more about Jay Z than I do already. I don't need to teach them about my interpretation of Jay Z. Name one Jay Z song. Um, uh, getting low. Mm, at I don't Coles. know if that was him. What's the Z stand for? I, don't know, I assume something like a, his nerdy like name, like Zach or something. Z. Zane. J. Z. I don't know. I was trying to think of a Z name, but I can only think of my own. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Because, yeah. I'm not familiar with Jay-Z. 
and his it's works. A, me either. I, I think he's American. He is with Beyonce. He is with that's Beyonce. All I know of him. He's in that's Beyonce. All I know of him. With Beyonce in this song, Hollywood. He's with uh, the original Destiny Child, the the OG one. It's a very special day today. <laughs> that sure is. <laughs> Um, I think we've just got the record, at least within our podcast, for the longest preamble, perhaps, save for the first few episodes, which didn't do days of the year. Um, but it's Guinness World Record Day. It's a very important day. Do you know who Guinness is? I don't actually know who Guinness is. Who is it? Let, let's find out. <laughs> So, while you feverishly search for exactly who Guinness is, let me give you a quote from the daysoftheyear.com article. Um, I think if you come first with a new world record, that is the best. By Hale... Hale Gabralassi. I wonder if he has any world records. Or if if he just wants one. And also, like, that... Not really. I don't think it's best to come first with a new world record. Because by definition... By definition, every single new record in that field is the best. So, the first guy to set the record is objectively the worst of all the the record holders. You're the the least best. (laughs) By definition. So, Hale Gebrezelassi is- he has a a long distance track record, or he had one. I don't know if he still has it. Wait. He's widely regarded as the greatest distance runner in history. He set 27 world records. Oh, no wonder he loves it. He really loves it. He loves that stuff. He, he, re- he loves it 27 times. He loves he his broke, long award that they gave him. The long award. Yeah, the, it's uh, the, the long award, award for distance runners. You get it for the size of distance traveled. That's how long <laughs> your award is. It's got a little, like a little measuring tape and a little man at the end and it goes all the way back from the thing (laughs) and you sort of have to have have a a room long enough for your new trophy or you have in the yard. He also broke 61 Ethiopian national records ranging from 800 meters to marathon. Wow. Such powerful legs. Yeah. Wow. Such long and powerful. It's not very fair that his legs are so long though. I mean, they're probably- I assume they weren't originally long. But, like, they, they, he just kept growing them longer, and the records just kept getting easier as he got longer and longer steps. That's not fair. He, by the end of it, like, the last record he got, he was at the starting line, and he just went, huh? and just stepped over to the finish. like, hey, that's, <laughs> that still counts, I guess. I guess. But I'm going to waggle my finger at that. Man, he still has one record. Wow. Oh, wait, he broke all of his own world records. Why would you do that? Why would you say that if you come <laughs> first, that is the best, if that's the case? Because now he's first and second. Yeah, but it's not best to be first if someone beat- Like, if someone else beat him, he still wouldn't think it would be best to be first. I don't know, man. Wow. Either way, he, he's, he's a long boy. So, do you want some of the spiel, or do you want the history? I want the- Spiel, because that's always good value, last minute typing. It, all right. It's written. You reckon they wrote all these for NaNoWriMo? Yeah, probably. They just smash <laughs> them out every year. Uh, so, this is from daysoftheyear.com, friend of the show, unofficial 
Unofficial. If you're listening, days of the year, we love you. We love you. Uh, we appreciate you and your good content. World records aren't set every day, but world records for new things can be. Whether you're trying to spend the most time hovering a table tennis ball over your mouth, 6.35 seconds is the current record, or spend the longest time holding your breath, 22 minutes held by Stig Severinsen, Guinness World Record Day encourages you to stretch the ends of human endurance and creativity and set that new world record. How? How do you hover a tennis ball over your mouth? A table tennis ball. Table tennis. Table t- ping pong. It's hovering. What? You go. Oh, like you go. Ah, <sighs> uh, okay. So for six seconds, he managed to exhale. Yeah. That's not. I could. I bet I could beat that and, right now. And then he unfortunately breathed in a deep <laughs> breath <laughs> and swallowed that ball. But the record yeah, no, was still counted at his funeral. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that guy really blowed. He did. He 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 blew at a lot of things, but most what a, of all at tennis ping pong. It's such a blowhard that guy. <laughs> he was a whale the whole time. What? Sure. Tell me more facts about this wonderful day. So, in terms of the history, in 1951, an argument was held between Sir Hugh Beaver. And his fellow hunting mates in North Slob in County Wexford, Ireland. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is a bit of like a fever dream. What was the argument about, you ask? Which bird was the fastest game bird in Europe, of course? While we now know that, of course, the fastest game bird is the plover, it cast light on an issue about available reference books. None of them compared flight speeds of various birds, something we can't imagine he was terribly surprised by. This was something that Sir Hugh was determined to change, and change it he did. Gather ye round, children, and hear the tale of how two angry men solved the puzzle of a quail. His name wasn't Guinness. His name was Beaver. Why isn't it the Beaver World Records? No, no, hang on. Wait for the story. Okay. So he got together... This is uh, this is Sir Hugh Beaver with Norris and Ross McWertha to create the first ever compilation of record. Well, everything they could get their hands on. So it was that first 1,000 copies of the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> were printed in 1954. The book was hugely successful and thus the legacy that is the Guinness Book of World Records was born and has continued to be reprinted every year ever since. Wow, it's like an origin myth. Does that answer your question? It doesn't explain itself at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) Guinness World Record Day was established to give people a day to focus on existing records, to focus on challenging existing records, or putting forth a new record to be put into the books. That latter is for truly ambitious, but it's entirely possible. (laughs) Ireland, Guinness, maybe, I guess. Uh, They were drinking, maybe. Okay, so the idea for the book of records begin in the 19... Yeah, you already gave that part. The managing, the managing director of Guinness Brewery attends a shooting party at Country Wexford. Therefore, he and his hosts argue... Okay, so he was a manager at Guinness Brewery. Okay, it is the alcohol. Yeah, the Guinness Brewery. Wow. He, that's so fascinating. You reckon it would have... Um, 
the world record and it would be in its own book for the longest running book of world records. I mean, for sure. Although like it I should. The other book of world records has to include Guinness legally to say that <laughs> the Guinness book of world records is longer. Yeah. That'd be so. That'd be so. Well, then the other one has one for the, the shortest running <laughs> Guinness world record book. Like, dang it. Now we have to include them in ours. <laughs> Unless we change our rules. I've got this article, <laughs> which is uh, basically a, a list of wacky world records. And the picture is this angry looking man covered in spoons. <laughs> he's like an Elias Morissette song. He's just like, he's got 10,000 spoons and he doesn't appreciate the irony. They're all attached to him. I don't know what the record is. It doesn't explain it straight away. I don't know which one this is. I don't know. Most don't know. most face spoons. And if I go control F spoon, there's nothing in the article which explains <laughs> it. So I don't know what to make of this. So I don't why powerful g- face muscles. By the looks of it, it looks like the most spoons attached to sternum. Stickiest face naturally. <laughs> Oh, man. So, the world's smallest man was 21.5 inches tall. I don't know what that means in- What's that in actual height? It's roughly half real height. Wow. The world's oldest twin sisters are 103 years old. And the world's highest standing jump is 4 feet 10 inches. Wow. Four foot vertical leap. (laughs) Big leap. terrifying man like that's al- that's almost taller than me but not it's not nearly taller than me but it's almost like, yeah, there like they couldn't leap over you yet but in generations to come they will be able to they can probably leap over me maybe if i was the world's smallest man that jump would be impressive <laughs> whoa that's taller than me <laughs> but then the world's largest man it's just like i mean that's not that impressive I could probably leap higher than that. I could probably couldn't. step over you right now with my four foot legs. <laughs> I don't even need to leap. I, I, like the, he also has the longest run just because he steps across the finish. Why? Imagine if we just engineered one superhuman to do all the records. Yeah, I mean, that would be the dream. And that's how, that's how they become the ruler of Earth. That's how we finally get a, a ruler for the Earth. For all of Earth. It's like this... This person, man or woman, I don't know, just the person who can do all the things. This being. They are the, they are the oldest. They are the shortest. They are the tallest. They can <laughs> run the furthest and the shortest. <laughs> so, to be the tallest and the shortest, do your legs have to be really short or does your top of your body have to be really short? Depends where you measure from. <laughs> That's what I mean. When you're measuring height, what's more important? Is it more important that you have long legs or long torso? torso no probably legs but i want to say torso i'm gonna say torso just like wow this so tiny legs long torso yeah i guess (laughs) oh okay really long legs but absolutely tiny torso like barely fitting all the organs torso okay what if we do it by they have to squeeze under a space while still standing on their feet and they're allowed to limbo what's the ideal limboing um build um, you want the tallest possible body, but they can still limbo. Oh, okay. Um, 
Wait, can you bend? You can't bend your knees in limbo, can you? I don't understand how limboing works. Okay, you can't bend your knees, but the ideal limbo. Are you body, sure? I, Are you sure you can't bend your knees in limboing? I don't know. I feel like that's a rule, but also that's a ridiculous rule. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I have played like that. I've played limbo. But I mean, but surely it couldn't get very low then, could it? But that's what I was about to say. The ideal limbo body in those rules would have someone who would have absolutely like flexible hips. They could bend all like they're at the abs or at the hips. They could bend back ninety degrees <laughs> and just walk under the. Thing. For starters, yes, you're obviously allowed to bend your knees. Like <laughs> if you had to keep I- your legs straight. Okay, wait. Can you bend your ankles? You can bend whatever you want, I think. Okay, this person that we engineered for winning the limbo competition for the world record has these ankles, which are like knee joints, but absolutely muscular. (laughs) And they can bend all the way down, but not touch the floor with the rest of their body. I guess they also have really strong abs or back muscles that keep them aligned off the ground. And they just sort of go with their muscular ankles under the limbo and no one can go that low. <laughs> low, I just found a, an article that's um the title is just delightful in the context, which is how to get out of limbo. <laughs> it's like a trapped in limbo. It's like a happy looking woman who's like <laughs> those those suckers, I'm not going to their limbo party. Imagine if that's what purgatory was. It's like, well you weren't quite a sinner, but you weren't quite a winner. You play limbo forever with this guy. The the not it's not Satan, but his younger brother, I guess, who isn't who isn't evil but really likes limbo. <clears throat> he has domain over all limbo souls. And it's just this big grey void where you just play limbo forever. Yeah. And it's all clapping. Limbo, limbo, limbo. And Satan is like, you know how every day of your life you lowered the bar for yourself with your expectations? <laughs> We do that here, but physically. <laughs> Enjoy. Not Satan, though. Satan's younger brother. Uh, Leighton. Leighton? Blayton? L- L- Bla- I don't know. Creighton? Kratos. Clayton. Clayton. Stickman. I don't know. What's your favorite world record? Oh, probably like the deepest limbo. That's pretty good. Mine's the one where they can shoot, like, spaghetti out of their eye. (laughs) The furthest. (laughs) The furthest. I think that's how it works. It is a thing. Not just can you, but can you do it well? I don't think it's spaghetti. I think it's milk. But I prefer it if it was spaghetti. I remember watching the show, the Guinness World Book of Records show as a kid. And, like, it's horrifying, this particular record. They they snort or drink the milk. The spaghetti. Or spaghetti. Well, I think they, they eat the spaghetti and snort of that. I'm, com- I'm conflating two, two records. One's where they eat the spaghetti and then snort it out of their nose. <laughs> and who can do that the best? I guess. I'm not going to look this up. I'm just going to assume that's what it was. Um... The other one was they drink the or they snort the milk and then spray it out of their eye for the yeah, furthest distance. Of course, and and it's all horrifying to see because their eyes are just like, and then spurting milk. 
And you know, if you want to see that, you can look at it on YouTube every single day of your life now. You don't have to wait for the Guinness World of Records show to come on TV. You can just fill yeah. that, fill your life with that. Sign up to some Facebook page that are just like the Facebook pages are just called like whack shit. And then it just shows you this stuff every day, every time you wake up. Like surely there's a playlist on YouTube, which is just like Guinness World World, World Tube of Records. Or, like, the same photo of a man f- firing milk from his eye every day. <laughs> a Facebook that's a fa- page. That's a Facebook page. You reckon it'd be a GIF or just, like, a still image? It'd just, just be like- a still image, but, like, there'd be, like, things that you notice about it. Like, there's a Nintendo DS there and you see what game's playing on it. <laughs> what if over the course of, like, a year that this page exists for, it gradually progresses by about two frames? Oh, God. And, you- and like, people go, oh, and it's this big conspiracy. Everyone's like, I wonder what'll happen next. And the next frame happens. And they're like, whoa. And then at the end, everyone who's signed up to that page gets deleted from Facebook. They're not allowed to use it anymore. It was it was a test. It's a honeypot. It's like, how we get them. I wonder what the record for the biggest honeypot <laughs> is. Maybe it's, I don't know. It's probably like a big corporation. It hasn't been realized yet. Apple yeah, or it's something. Probably not, it's probably not public. Yeah. <laughs> What about the biggest literal honey pot, like pot of honey? Like, they have the world's biggest cookie and pizza and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, now you have my attention. Who knows? I know what the biggest molasses pot was, and it was like a disaster that, like, went downtown in a city of, like, a big molasses spilled and, like, killed a bunch of people. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. That's that's awful. Not the also- big sugar. <laughs> that's... Oh man, it's like uh, death is never really funny, but sometimes it's a little funny. I don't know. That's that's awful. Yeah, it's weird. So on July twenty eighth, two thousand thirteen, um, one thousand two hundred and thirteen people broke a Guinness World Record by applying facial masks for ten minutes at the same time. Wow! In Taipei, incredible. Oh man, the lady with the longest fingernails. You ever seen that? Yes, that's the. That's the. Of course, that's I've the, seen that. Get that out of my face. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy what fingernails do when they keep growing. No, They're like they get they get crazy. Let's jump back stuff. to molasses. <laughs> Have you seen um uh, over the garden wall? Yes, it's that's great. a good song. Potatoes and molasses. And molasses. Classes. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, Over the Garden Wall is really good. If you're listening, I highly recommend you go check it out because it's to like cele- to celebrate Animation Day, you should watch it. It's only ten <laughs> episodes. It's great. Set a world record for how quickly you can watch this show when we recommend it to you. It's got big, yeah. um, big old Adventure Time vibes of like that ten minute episode and it's the one of the sort people of from it. stuff. The guy who made it's from Adventure Time. Oh wow, that's great. Adventure Time's like the, the the parent of a lot of animation. Like so many like people from it have just dispersed to other shows. Like Steven Universe was like Rebecca Sugar. Um there's that one. There's another one. Oh, what's it called? And then like there then before that is Flapjack, which is linked to Gravity Falls, and then there's shows which from that are linked to other things, and there's some really good ones coming out next year. They're all connected. I wonder if it's they had, could get an award for, like, the most number of, um... Related shows. Related shows of, like, good people that they sent out into the world. 
Rise of the Garden Wall has has really good music in general in it, actually. Yeah, I have I haven't finished it yet. I've only just finished mm. the Potatoes and Molasses one. That's probably the best song in it, really. Oh, uh, nah. Have you been the what? Have you been the one where they're in the village and there's all these people with really specific roles? No. Nah. And they sing about it. No, that's the best song. That sounds pretty good. That's the best song. Ah, uh, and if you haven't watched it, go watch it, and then you can learn what that song is. It has my favourite small animated sequence with one of them, with the thief. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not even particularly, like, good by animation standards, but I really enjoy it still. Yeah, highly recommend. Um, mm. Speaking of highly recommending things, let's go <laughs> highly recommend some things in the ad zone. We've got some products to recommend for you. I'm Gregory Guinness. I've got a large supply of Guinness World Book of Records. More than anyone has ever bought before. If you were to buy all of these Guinness World Book of Records books, you would probably be the Guinness World Record holder for the most Guinness World Book of Records bought books. <laughs> so come on down to Gregory Guinness's World Greg of Bookers books and... <laughs> Buy all these world Gregory Guinness World Books of Books. We got a, we got a whole bunch of these books. It's not because no one wants them. It's just because we got a lot of them. We made made quite a lot of, of these books, and it, people like them. I, I I'm definitely sure about that. It's just people don't buy them much lately because they like them so much they want us to have them. But come on down and get pick up a book, pick up three, give them to your family, put them on the coffee table. Ah, uh, Gilmore Guinness. It was, it was, it was, I love you, but you shouldn't have put that extra zero on the Guinness World Book of Records, Guinness Book of Records ordering entry. <laughs> so I've got so many Guinness World Book of Records, Guinness books. He's just doing his best. Leave him alone. Ah, <laughs> oh, but just, just saying, anyone listening, uh, you got to help us tell these books i'm just doing my best i reach up to the ordering machine my hands are real small my legs are stubby what am i what am i gonna do i do my best he's doing his best oh uh, okay the guinness world book of records entry for doing doing his best he's in here <laughs> <laughs> you can be in here too for the most books bought for guinness day so come get some of these Guinness Book of World Records. It's not that we don't want them, and it's not that we no one likes them. It's that we have a lot of them, and we want you to have one. They'll get gin uh, feel like a genius and get these Guinness in ya. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're back. Um, welcome back. back to um, multi-award winning podcast. But yeah, um, both for- um, What was the second? What was the second award? Well, the first one was for most vague podcast branding. Right. And the second one was for most <laughs> podcast. Most podcasts. That's a very vague award. <laughs> that sounds very ill-defined. <laughs> They really need to work on that. <laughs> that trophy company 
Yeah, I know. Like, we, we're here day in, day out, upgrading our branding. Yeah, as, as it's an evolving process. I think our brand is, it's over time, it's becoming present. It's the like, kind of branding where there is no branding, it just is, and then people find out about it. It's like a good fungus. It gradually appears. <laughs> Usually faster than this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and like it grows in your bathtub. Yeah, just like us, <laughs> this podcast. If you if you, you should clean your surfaces, clean your bathtub. My God, clean your bathtub. You don't want any podcasters growing in there. It's, <laughs> there's enough. <laughs> we're we're everywhere. We're taking over. Yeah, it's awful. Like I don't clean my tub sometimes, and then I get a bunch of podcasters in there. That's a mess. You have to give them like high speed internet and microphones or they Cupboards. die. <laughs> Their own little space to run around in. Yeah. Like all my cupboards are full of them now. <laughs> they need plenty of room to stretch their legs. What have you been doing this week? Well, this week I will have been um, enjoying the Melbourne Cup from a work oh, yeah. perspective from like the yeah. other side. All those, all those wacky running mammals. Wait, mm. they're not. Are they mammals? Yeah, they're still mammals. They're just different mammals. They're a specific kind of mammal. They are an equestrian mammal. Yeah, I'll be. Um, I'll be on the side of the people making sure people can watch it. Um, who have like booked- as opposed to against the people who make people watch it. No, no, I'm still against that. No, I'm on. <laughs> For work, I'm putting up screens, moving heavy things in place so that rich people can watch it while they eat expensive lunch. Ah, delicious. That sounds like a a record of some kind. Like it's recording the, the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> also, for anyone who doesn't, who isn't Australian, Melbourne is a city in Australia where there's a cup and everyone tries to get the cup. It's at the top of a hill and everyone runs up the hill and whoever gets the cup first gets to drink it. It's kind of like the cheese wheel thing. Yeah, but up the other way. You have to run up the hill. It's exhausting. It gets steeper. (laughs) (laughs) But people dress really like get fancy hats on and all this. Like they really ritz up and get trashed and then run up a hill. They're like, release the cup. And then they um they like like the trebuchet fire and it fires the cup up onto the mountain and then it's a race to catch it <laughs> perfectly lands like tink like in the like exactly on x but you, you don't know which mountain that's the trick each year it's random yeah they don't tell anyone it's completely televised though that cheese that competition where they've rolled the cheese down the hill and chase it i think the prize is just the cheese <laughs> Well, sh- shouldn't it be? <laughs> I mean, it should be. But, like, <laughs> I feel like... It feels like an old, like, old-timey sort of thing where the prize is just the cheese. Like, cheese was an amazing prize like, back in the day. You could just like, buy that cheese now. Yeah, like, now it's just like, well, I mean, I wouldn't run down a hill to get that cheese. Unless it's, like, really good cheese. Like, it's a, I don't know, a Gouda... Is that a fancy cheese dip? A bag of shredded cheese down the hill. I mean, more convenient. Less Go work. Get it. You're going to be tired yeah. from chasing that cheese all day. You don't want to have to slice that sucker up. 
You know what they need? They need like a cheese race competition, but it's more like there's a series of ramps and stuff. So like they run down it and the cheese flies up the ramp and then the camera zooms out and it's like a big Goldberg machine and like the people run up it, chase the cheese and then bouncing off a larger cup and then off a fan and then some dominoes fly down. Like the incredible machine, but the cheese wheel challenge. Yeah, yeah. And then it has a big picture of all the fallen people. <laughs> oh my God. It spells out, jeez. Picture of Wallace and Gromit. A horrible machine. Yeah. Quite frankly, I think that would probably earn a world record. Largest stupid idea. Yeah. It'd be good. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been doing. What are you doing? Um, oh, you know, it's, it's writing month. So... As always, I am looking at my keyboard, looking at the screen, surveying the vast whiteness ahead of me and the chapter title. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm a writer. This is good. I love it. It's (laughs) such a fun experience. I enjoy doing this. I enjoy it so much. I enjoy it so much. I'm going to write 50,000 of it. I'm going to do this. I write one word and I go, ooh. And I write another word and go, ooh. How many times can I do this? And the words were, ooh, and ooh. And then I just write that. Technically, that'd be valid for NaNoWriMo, I guess. (laughs) Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, I've done my work today of writing, ooh, 16,000, like 1,600 times. So, with NaNoWriMo- Because of the nature of how word counts work, you're actively discouraged discouraged from using long words because that's going to take more effort. You're better yes. off using like three-letter words the whole time. Three-letter words. The shorter the better, the more efficient you'll be. Exactly. But, yeah. And also no editing. So, like, you want to add all these, like, extra words of just, like... And, um, yeah, well, then he went down to the what? Um, then he, well, you know, he fell down the, and then, but you even, and then he jumped down over the hill and got the cheese. You could, um, you could take unreliable narrator to the extreme and be like a narrator who just like goes off on tangents. Yeah. And just writes completely unrelated stories and just makes shit up. Man, that could be good. Man, screw this novel that I've written so far. Well, actually, I'm going to keep this one, but now it's a part of the unreliable narrator's (laughs) tale. (coughs) That's essentially what Arabian Nights is with all, like, the stories within stories. I felt like they were writing one story and went, oh, I'm going to born and then there was this happened and something else. And, but like a coding bracket, eventually he went, I have to go back to the other ones, back up to the surface. It was the first, you know, you reckon- the guys who came up with Inception. That was from Arabian Nights. Maybe. It's basically the same plot. I don't know. Kinda. Kinda. Same thing. Same wow. thing. Same hat. Same hat. It's stolen. It's kind of like they'll, they'll sue him. It's like that kookaburra thing. Fence song. No one knows what you're talking girls. about. <laughs> There's a song about a kookaburra. Oh, which I know is Australian birds. Australian bird that laughs. Don't, we'll get sued by them. Oh no, we, this podcast belongs to that family now. Yeah. Essentially, there was a folk song, which was about this kookaburra who sits on an electric fence and gets electrocuted. What? Doesn't die. It's like a comical electrocuted. 
It's like a, ooh, my pants are on fire. Um, That's what the song is about? What did you think it was about? It's Kookaburra sitting in the gum tree. Kookaburra sits on the electric wire, tears in his eyes and his pants on fire. Yeah, but they never say that in the version that I know, which is just the melody from Do You Come From A Land Down Under? But that's the one that's ripped off. I know. <laughs> that song is his original song, which is the one that I guess even American listeners may have heard that because that's like the Australian song. Um, but yeah, they got ripped off. And then, and no one noticed it for like 40 years. Then someone went, that song kind of sounds like that song. And they went, hey, <laughs> sue them. That's our song. I don't know who they sued because I don't even, it seems like just the song that was just existed in the public. Yeah, I think that fried out combi has long since broken down and <laughs> the band has been like lost in the desert and their old yeah. bones are in there somewhere. Somewhere. <laughs> It's like it's like we well like, like we couldn't sing Happy Birthday on this podcast. We could. Well, that's owned. That'd be illegal. What if we did it with the lyrics of <laughs> "Do you come Good from a land down under"? I don't know all the lyrics. One sec. Okay, let's try it. <laughs> One sec. What's the what's the melody? now? I'm imagining the <laughs> knockoff <laughs> version <laughs> of Happy <laughs> Birthday. <laughs> Do, 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 do. do you come, do you come from, from a land, down, land under? down under where the women yell and the men chunder? Yeah, something like that. Is that is that the lyric? <laughs> where people scream and spew? Pretty much. Ah, <laughs> oh, awful. Accurate. What if we um? I mean, we're just we're just grafting at pod grafting at grafting. We're just grafting ideas together here. <laughs> we're just grafting um, at, at pod straws right now. Um, yeah. Let's um let's like push pause to the limit. Okay, pause. All right, so we're in level one pause right now. Right, it's nice how, in here. How far have we went before? I think we've done two or three levels at most. I think we've done four. So I didn't have a Tide Pod episode this week. It would have been good if I did. Because that's like a sort of record thing, but it would have been more work. Mm. Pause. God, it's hot in Australia. Oh, it sucks. It sucks. I've started so suddenly too. Like it was like one week ago, I was still in long pants and like regular clothes. And now like someone flicked a switch and then and now it's just I'm on fire all the time. I'm bald. All my hair is burned off. My eyebrows are gone. Yeah, I'm really jealous a- of other countries right now. Yeah. I pulled out my giant fan. If anyone remembers the giant fan story, I have a fan that's bigger than me. I pulled it out. I was like, oh, time to get back to work, old giant fan. Pause. Especially when you're- I did actually have um a, a couple nice people on, on a Discord server I'm on who listen and actually went through the backlog and listened to the whole thing. Wow. It's insane. Good work. Um, so, big shout-outs to Teflon and um, I think Angele. I keep saying it's Angel. Je m'appelle Angel. Sorry, Angel. Um, <laughs> who listened to some of the backlog, at least. I know that. Um, but, yeah, Teflon wow. finished it. I haven't even listened to the whole backlog. <laughs> I have. But that's because I have to. But you've listened to it like it's in like technically you've listened to it several times. The problem is you've listened to it one word at a time several times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, there's some I haven't properly re-listened to. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've listened to a few, but I haven't actually... There's, I haven't got through our first Spooktober <laughs> series. Because I looked at it and went, Ugh, Yeah, I know. Three episodes same. of the same thing. I'm not, I don't feel like that. I'm sure it was fun. I'm sure it's still good. I'm sure it's amazing. Pause. Go listen to it. Send a message to yourself in the future in this little section. Do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. What? This I think you meant the listener. This is for me? you. Me? How is the listener going to put themselves into this? What? No, you're just telling the listener. Send a thing to, the no, I'm telling, to yourself in the future. I'm telling you because you don't listen to the episodes, you're never going to hear this for a long time. Send yourself a message. Oh, like say something. I thought you meant just like write an email. Email it to yourself with a timer <laughs> and set it for- fi- Like I've got a, like a, I've got a Reddit thing. Like, there's a- you can get it to alert yourself in a, however long. I've got a few of those running. <laughs> Every now and then I get them back and it's like, remind me this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this. Uh, okay, message to future Zeb. Good work. You, you're listening. You're not through the episode yet. Just a bit more. You can do it, buddy. You can do it. Unpause. Yeah, the Spooktober episodes ones are like- They're daunting to see the titles of them and be like, that's three whole, like- 40 minutes of even though it's exactly content. the same thing like it's it's the same as listening to any other episode it's just that they're vaguely themed together yeah. so they're grouped and it feels like a bigger chunk but I remember doing a bad job no it was alright oh we read some creepy pastas. yeah that's all I remember I think we talked about bones a lot I think that had the bone machine in it no that was something no, else that was a, an episode literally titled bone machine <laughs> was bone extraction machine Quite frankly, they were a bad idea. <laughs> waiting to happen. Unpause. Do you remember um, where we were? We didn't go deep enough. We only went. We, well, we're only not been, out yet. We're still in like level four. Yeah, but we've only five. went three tiers of pause deep. We've got to go four. It was dangerous though because if we went any deeper, we wouldn't know where we were now, which we obviously it, do. No, we're on the first level now. No, we're not. We're nowhere it's, near it. Yeah, we are because we un- we paused three times, and then unpaused twice. No, didn't we? We went deeper than that, friend. No, we didn't. I don't know. Only person will know is future us okay. listening back. No, it's too scary and dangerous. Unpause, unpause, unpause. All right, we're back in the show. Wait, you can't... Un- but we didn't have that many pauses. That'll cause a paradox. <laughs> someone no, someone else's got, pause got, moment was unpaused without us, them knowing. To bring us out a negative unpause, we have to do two pauses. No, pause, pause. No, this, yeah, I this know. is the real reality. No, it's not. It's not the real one. Yeah, I know. I know we definitely did like four. This is the reality I choose to live in. You can unpause. You can pause into a different one. I think this is the real one, and I don't want to spend the rest of my okay. life questioning it. But no one, am I in the real pause reality? Am I, which, oh, I don't know. Is it still Halloween? And I'm not gonna this tell is you. scary. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you if I find out that we're not in the real world. Oh God! Hopefully we are. Hopefully we haven't actually slipped into a parallel dimension. I've heard that they're generally- My shirt's on backwards. Unrelated note. <laughs> Does that mean we're in the wrong reality? It wasn't on backwards when we paused. Oh, no. <laughs> what is happening? I don't- I d- uh, All right, let's end uh, the show. Let's, let's get out of here. Okay. Uh, thanks for Hopefully listening. We can fix it on the next episode if we're in the wrong one. We'd have to spend a week in- uh. Mirror dimension. Backwards shirt. Is this the backwards shirt dimension? Or is this the dimension where everyone's heads is around the wrong way? I don't know.
And we also sit the other way as well. <laughs> who knows? Maybe you're not even talking to the same person who started this podcast. Yes, you're talking awful. to, and now this is Zeb with a right way shirt talking to some, <laughs> some wrong way aim and being like, "Your shirt's on wrong, <laughs> <laughs> you duffer." Okay, all right. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening to the But Yeah podcast. You can find us on Twitter at But Yeah Pod and send us a message if you want. We have direct messages on anytime you want to chat to us. Just be like, "Yo, send me a meme," and we'll do that. Oh, yeah. Um, also, meme of the week, Zeb's segment, which I forgot about doing. Um, it's not meme, of, it's meme? not meme of the week, though. It's meme of last week. Meme of last week. What's your favorite meme of last week? <laughs> I don't know why I opened this segment. I don't even know. I haven't been close close I, yeah, the I segment. The show's over. Um, uh, my favorite meme is uh, 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 Awkward Penguin. Done. Close segment. C plus. <laughs> if you want to be a friend of the show, you can do that by going to buttyearpodcast.com forward slash friend or just going to our Twitter looking for the link. I think it's pinned at the moment. Um, get it pinned because we'll send you a pin um, that has our logo on it and also an email at some point one day. I haven't sent any emails to any email addresses I've been given. I've sent mail to five people. Um, a couple people have got them. That's really exciting. But yeah, go go do that, and I'll send you a cool thing for listening because we love you. It'll 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 be horror themed. No, it won't. No, I, won't. I don't have horror <laughs> pins. <laughs> like a little little screaming face or something like that. That'd be that'd be cool. A little pin, but it's imagine if it was just your own face, and you can have a badge of your little face on your shirt. Sure. And what universe are you from? <laughs> But you'd put it on the back of your shirt. <laughs> in 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 theory. Also, random other segment. My Clan Wars account. I'm currently ranked in silver. I'm up to 1,100 and something. Doing pretty good. I have wizards now. I have That's a, the end of that. I have a segment. Um, let's start it. It's called okay. Bye. We'll see you next time. Bye. And we'll finish this segment when we come back next week. You know how many November things there are? No. There's there's November. And then there's you know November, which you say no to a lot of things. Yeah. There's also no nut November. Oh, yeah, I know. You're not allowed to masturbate. That's a fun one. It's great. You say so you grow a mustache, don't masturbate, and write a novel. Because <laughs> you're, um, what's his name? Ernest Hemingway. Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we both knew. It's <laughs> a perfect description of that guy. <laughs> hey, if you like this show, you might enjoy my new wordplay comedy podcast called One Letter Better, where me and a good friend podcaster guest sit down and take the titles of things you submit, love, and send in and make them, well, you get it. It's One Letter Better! Available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.